Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Uh, and speaking of the Herd App Media Network. What? That's where we are. Big, big night for us on Thursday of this week, June 22nd. June 22nd. If you're listening to this on the 23rd, sorry. Um, you should have been listening before the 23rd. Before the 23rd. Um, but yeah, it is. It is me. I can imagine somebody like a huge InSync fan or a humongous blow deck fan. They're like on the 23rd. They just find our podcast. They're like, oh, we missed it. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. 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 But we're still. Well, it's still in the future, so we can talk about our big uh, double live event on Thursday. And, and it is going to be a ton of fun. We already were planning to be out there on the 22nd to do another Pat and JT Live, which is going to be happening twice a month for the for the, the year near near future. I mean, it's like that's just a thing. But it just happened to work out perfectly for us, first off, that Malia White was going to be in town. Um, and she's got some really cool news that she's going to be sharing on our podcast that night. So if you are a Below Deck fan, first and foremost – or you like Total Ship Show, you listen to her podcast. Or 30, 40, um, and Flying, too. 30, yes, right, that one, too. Mm-hmm. So any of those, we and I know there are a lot of, of Below Deck fans, um, but this is a great opportunity to come out to meet her. Uh, so you want to get out there early. You want to get yourself registered for our event, and then you'll be able to come in. I think the doors, oh, like, quote, unquote, doors open at 4.30. Of course, the doors are already open because it's Hellbar City Club, and they open at 11. Right, they but, will make you stand outside until 4.30, and then, like, okay, now you can come in while everybody else is walking in ahead of you. <laughs> Like, wait, that's rude. You're a Pat and JT fan? Mm-hmm. Okay, you stay out here. I sit on the curb. <laughs> no, we'll Not let you 30. come in. Um, but we'll be on the event side, and we'll get everybody set up. We'll have some food again like we did the last time. But she's going to be on the show, and she's got some news to share. We're going to play some games with her. We, we're just going to have some fun. And, of course, Coogler Vision is going to be out there, um, which is huge. I uh, love partnering up with them for the whole series of Pat and JT live events. So that was already on the calendar from 4.30 to 6.30. We just ended up that coincidentally all the stars aligned and lo and behold, we can't get rid of Brian McFadden. He keeps coming back to Omaha. Right. He's back again. Uh, he's, and he's bringing his uh, little buddy, Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. I dare you to say that to his face. I, no, I, won't, I will not say that to his face. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're they're doing a podcast with us called Name Drop. Uh, it's starting production this week. That's why Brian was coming to town, and um, they're going to be in town Thursday night out there at Hell Varsity Club recording it like their first time together recording. This is the first time they recorded, and they actually came up with this idea two years ago when they were both in town for another event that we were working with, and so they've been working on this idea for two years, and finally got the deal together a couple weeks ago, and couldn't yeah. be more excited. What was the name of it? It was going to be, was it Frosted Tips? It was Frosted Tips. It was, it was Frosted Tips, but then, uh, this, oh, uh, this sounds right. so weird to say this out loud, but it, it was called Frosted Tips, but Lance Bass stole that name for his podcast after the guys told him that what the name was going to be. So then they changed theirs to Defrosted, which I thought was really good. That's brilliant. It, brilliant, because I like defrosting careers, defrosting friends, like, great. But then... They said that they feel when they're talking about their friends and their experiences growing up, they are, it's like they feel like they're name dropping, but they're not name dropping people. It's just their experiences, their circle of people. So they, <laughs> they say they feel like total douchebags when they're telling stories. So they're like, they're going to lean into it. And that's why they called it name drop. So name during the show, they're going to, every time they, one of the two of them drops a name in a story, they have this like thing they're going to play. So, okay. That's awesome. So that being said, when you go to, probably the easiest way is go to Hell Varsity's either website or Facebook page, go to the events tab on either one of those locations and both the events are listed 
If you want to go to both, sign up for both. You don't, it doesn't cost anything. They're just trying to get an idea of, of who's coming for what. So, you know, if there's like, you know, I, I'm sure I'm personally, I think there's going to be a lot of people want to come see Malia. Um, mm -hmm. And I would do both because the turnaround is going to be really quick between the two events and the boys will be down there. Probably there'll be overlap uh, between the two. Malia wanted to see what they were going to do. They wanted to come see what, you know, what's going on. So it'll just be from 4.30 on to yeah. 8, I think. And the, yeah, and like, like you just said, the key is if you want to stay for both, you got to register for both events. Just, just do just to help us out. Yep. yep. That's all we're asking. It doesn't cost you anything. It's literally just kind of a head count thing to give us an idea of what the hell's going on. But don't you and dare so, try to get in the door before 4.30. Don't you dare. What if you do go to the bar? Right. <laughs> yeah. Go straight to the bar. Say, no, I'm not here for Pat and JT. I want a beer. Uh -huh. and then and they, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, they won't say anything. <laughs> so that's going to be a blast. Uh, so again, just uh, Hail Varsity's, either HailVarsityClub.com or Hail Varsity Club's Facebook page, events tab. That's where you'll find all the details. A uh, quick little funny story, speaking mm -hmm. of Malia. So yesterday, she's um, at our house. She's been there for about a week. And yesterday, she's getting, she, I didn't even know she had hair extensions, right? Like, who knows? I didn't know. And... <laughs> So she, I, I get home yesterday and I walk in our kitchen and there's literally a pile of hair. Like it looked like a dog sitting on our count, our countertop. And I'm like, what is, what's that? And she's like, oh, I got, I had, to I had to take my own hair extensions out today. I'm like, oh, well, first of all, I didn't know you had them. Second of all, why didn't you, you talk about yourself? And she goes, yeah, she went to a salon to get them taken out, but she got them done in France and they had never seen the technique before and she called three other salons and nobody had seen that technique before so it was and there were probably 200 in her hair there was it was yeah. it was like a, a i don't know the terms but hair whatever the extension <laughs> and it was at the very end of it, it was like black fishing string and then that was attached to five hairs in a weird it's, knot way it's, it's like a, a seamstress yeah it They're was sewn in exactly so yeah. she when and she did go to the salon and they took a few of them out but like they, they said I have another appointment in 45 minutes so I don't have time to take them all out so what you're gonna have to do is either find another place to do it and she couldn't or have so she had Beth take a seam ripper and yeah. use a seam ripper there you go that which makes total sense which I don't know why they didn't do that there unless there's just like some. Well, they did. They didn't. They, <laughs> they didn't have. She said they didn't have time because they <laughs> thought they thought it was just normal American whatever. So you could just basically. Rip oh, my them God. Out. Yeah. And the first time when they first started, Beth had scissors and her reading glasses on down to here and couldn't see. And <laughs> Malia had bought a glass of wine. And she's like, I don't think this is a good idea. So, yeah, they got the. I hope there are pictures. I, there wasn't anybody else home. Otherwise, there's. Yeah, I'll have to check the, the, the security, a little camera in our. Maybe there's got to be something there. somewhere. So Damn funny. It. You get pictures of your freaking squirrels. I know. I, mean, I know. Get this picture. Trust me. If I was home, I would, there would be a million pictures, but I wasn't home. <laughs> Dang it. it. Um, real quick before we move forward, I just want to say uh, thank you to Centrist Federal Credit Union, who are our partners on our podcast and have been for the last year and a half. And we want to keep rolling with them. They're still working hard to help you save some money. If you get on their website at Centrist Federal Credit Union, um, I'm, I'm going to let Pat take care of that. Anyway, get on their, their website and check out their club account. That's the thing that they're pushing this month because they want you to know about it because it is another way you can save money painlessly. That's the whole point. You say, yep, I'll give you this money. Let's put it in an account and I'll, I'll leave it alone for eight months. Okay, fine. And we'll guarantee you'll have this much money at the end of eight months and we'll throw it right back in your account painlessly. Easy way to easy way to save. And that website is centrusfcu.org or 402-334-7000. Call them. 
didn't want to steal your thunder. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. So, okay. Let's talk about the submersible. Unbelievable story. Is incredible. As we speak, they still haven't found it. They say the crews are still searching for the submersible. This is the one where really rich people can buy a seat, like $250,000 or something like that, to go on this submersible. And this is the one that they go down and they look at the Titanic and they, mm-hmm. what, other things like that, I guess? Is that yeah. the. Well, that... I, I had never heard of this program or this whatever before, but it's a 10 day trip and it's like filled with, it, you, you can have their research going on, their tourists can pay. There's a billionaire that was on there that's missing. Um, so it's like a group of people. It's, I think it's basically scientists, but you can also uh-huh. pay $250,000 a ticket to go on this thing. I think there's, yeah, there's, there's a couple seats on there that are just for. Really rich people. Richie Richies. Yeah. Richie Richies. But they said they're, they're touring the wreckage, five people on board, and it disappeared. They lost contact with it. And um, they said that the Coast Guard and the Royal Canadian Air Forces are deploying more aircraft and vessels in aid for the search. It's a 21-foot vessel, and there's some pictures of it. I didn't realize. It's like, it's huge. Um, it began its descent Sunday morning and has just four days of emergency capability. So it's getting close to running out of air, running out mm-hmm. of time. The other, the other side of this, I never even thought about this because they lost contact. It very well could have already come back up, but they don't know where it is. Mm-hmm. It could be floating on the surface somewhere yeah. and they don't have contact. So they've been, they, they just started using sonar as well to see if they can detect it. But you have obviously varying degrees of depth. So you're looking down low. But you also need to, that's why they had the planes. Right. It really confused me when they said they were launching their whatever planes. I'm like, well, why, why, why planes? That's why, because they don't have contacts. Yeah. So if it came back up, they wouldn't know where it is. And they may be fine, but they're floating out in the middle of the ocean somewhere trying to find them. So it's just, that's I mean, incredible. I don't, terrifying. I could not, I could not do that. I, I just, I could not get in a submarine. No, I could not either. There's no way. There's not a chance I could do that. Too, not even the claustrophobic thing, but the fear of this exact thing happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, it it is. It's crazy to me that uh, to go underwater and 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 then this happens and you have no recourse. It's not like there's an escape hatch. Mm-hmm. You can't just eject. Yeah. Why? Well, okay. So that's interesting. Um, last night I was talking to Malia about it and with her history in the maritime industry, and she's worked with people. Um, I'm sh- I might even maybe wonder if somebody in her family actually worked on a submarine um, in uh, like five, six, seven years ago. Um, and she said there are, are, she doesn't know if it's still a thing, and I didn't even know this was ever a thing, but some submarines are equipped with cyanide and guns. So if something like this happens and you want to take matters into your own hands and you don't want to suffocate, that you can take your own life. And I didn't, and she's like, I don't know if that still happens, but I, it used to, which I mean, that right there is terrifying enough that if you have that option, I would never do something where the option is, oh, and if it doesn't work out, you can kill yourself. You, you know, I just, yeah. I wouldn't, there's no way, but the ejection thing, she said that at this depth, even an ejection thing, obviously you'd get crushed, but, yes. the, but submarines do have ejection capabilities for people and there's special suits that you put on that don't which this another claustrophobic thing it actually gives me anxiety just thinking about it it's it's a a suit that doesn't have a mask it's basically like a big bag um and it's it's very strong and durable or whatever but yet it it provides you with air like it has a little internal air thing and there's a little 
portal in the submarine that does a, can eject you out and get you to the top if you're close enough to the surface. And mm. but you, you know, obviously you'd get crushed at this, but if they can get it up to a level where you wouldn't get crushed, I don't know if this submarine has it, but mo all submarines have that ejection capability. And I had no idea that was a thing. I just, I'm just Googling as we talk. <clears throat> it says to escape a crew member enters the escape trunk and is subjected to pressure equalization. Then inflates a vest, takes a deep breath, and passes through the escape hatch. Once outside, they start releasing air from their lungs to avoid an air embolism. So you got that going for you. Um, I mean, there's just so many weak links or so many links, possible failure points, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, to get to get out of there. But yet yeah, the the cyanide and uh I think at one point there there was even a gun, but I think that's probably not a good idea inside a vessel. Of course, it's already going down. So, right. You know, if you if you breach the <laughs> right. Not much. It doesn't I matter. guess nobody really cares at that point. <sighs> but remember, do you remember back several years ago? Wasn't there a submarine that went down in Russia? Mm -hmm. Had several troops on board. Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, we were and talking they... about that last night too. And they probably, I mean, they suffocated. So I, I didn't. And they did find them and get their bodies. Right. I mean, they did bring the sub up, I believe. But it was, I mean, wasn't in time. But I wonder. I'm gonna, if, okay. I, I wonder... Russian submarine disaster. Here I go. Gosh, I'm googling like crazy. Kursk. That was in that was in 2000. Wow, it seems like just not that long ago. Whoa, holy smoke! Yeah, the Kursk submarine disaster, and it doesn't. Let me see it. Yeah, I'd have to. I got to. Woof. Over four days, the Russian Navy repeatedly failed in attempts to attach four different diving bells and submersibles to the escape hatch. So they they literally were right on top of it, and they couldn't get the people out. That's awful. Yeah, awful just oh my god yeah so this in this case the latest that came out this morning which was like eight minutes before we recorded that's what they were saying um that they're still looking and at this point they haven't found them yet and they're out somewhere in the atlantic ocean uh off the coast of newfoundland where the titanic wreckage is yeah that's just insane unbelievable wow. Terrif wow. terrifying yes without a doubt um all right so I guess it's up to me to bring it back home. Yeah. You know, Talk, let's, let's start talking about what's really important. Not Megan Ginger. <laughs> the new version of the spice rack. Right. <laughs> right. Megan Ginger. So apparently when the mail was reporting the, the story that was going on about, oh, they're going to hire Megan Markle to be the face of Dior. Somehow that story got leaked to them. We don't know how. Did they, did they listen to our podcast. It's crazy. But uh, page six has come out now and said that, oh, the, the House of Dior and the Sussex PR people are just beside themselves. Nobody. We never had a deal like that on the that was never going to happen. Mm -hmm. The Sussex PR people. Right. Are probably the ones that planted it. So <laughs> probably. <laughs> I doubt the House of DR needed the pub. So, <laughs> right. no, they it, they that actually the opposite of what they would want. They wouldn't even want to be tied to it at all. <laughs> so this has now been shot out of the water uh, for one day. It got a little traction, but the, I think the whole point was, like so many others had pointed out, it was to detract, distract, I guess, distract everybody's attention from them being dumped by Spotify, yes, and Netflix, and they've lost their major income. Um, she's still shopping around trying to find a way to make some extra cash so they can stay in their big Hollywood Hills million dollar mansion. It's it's like a $14 million, I think. And they 
they didn't pay for it in cash. They put down like eight million. So they're still making payments on this thing, which just sounds silly when you're talking about the royal family in any way since I know they're, they're not they're, a payment plan. They're, they're paying a mortgage. mortgage. Like gotta rein it in this uh, month, Meg. Gotta pay the mortgage. Turn out the lights when you leave the room. <laughs> How hard is it? When... <laughs> He's probably just thinking, God, if I had just had this sort of normal life, I'd be back in a castle and everything would be paid for. <laughs> Why did I answer that Instagram DM? <laughs> and that's the name of the podcast. Yeah, we're right there. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.